Episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my partner in podcasting across from me. The PIP, that is me, and we are back. We are fucking deep for episode 94. <laughs> 94 yeah. Holy <laughs> shit, yo, this is the most people we've had in the studio. Uh, I'm glad to have you guys here. Uh, we are sitting here with Weirdos Gang, uh, Loki. It's been a 10-year run since I've known you, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to have you here, though, finally. It's a pleasure to be here yeah, for man. the show. I guess since there's so many of you at the table today, maybe we can go around and just introduce yeah. yourselves so uh, we know who's talking and everything. Hell yeah, well, of course, y'all know Loki. I'm over here at World Soto. Been with Weirdos Games since probably the beginning, and we got over there. Hi, I'm Nadeem. What's <laughs> <laughs> I love you all. You're beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you already know it's Loki, Norse God, the wavy spice you dig. Yeah. And we got Lulu over here. Young Luciana. Young Queen of Albania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast, guys. Appreciate you guys coming on. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So let's, I guess we can roll right into it, man. Uh, I want to know how did Weirdos Gang get started? Because I remember... I think when I first met you, I think it was like, yeah, like group like Phantasm back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Phantasm VTS. Yeah. Uh, Phantasm VTS is still like around. It's just more like a, my nephew's thing. He runs it like a label kind of. So. Okay. Um, and like a publishing company. But yeah, Weirdos Gang started 15, 14, like 2014 yeah, probably. Yeah, 14, so like I got out of school, went on tour, dropped the tape called Weirdos, and then, I, and then me and Queez were like, we need to do something ourselves and kind of like figure it out, get something rolling. So then we started Gang, and uh, we just kind of kept, we got the lofts, we had two lofts, and we kind of just kept recording music and like linking with different people, and then we linked up with Nadim, we linked up with Corey, World Soto, and shit, it just kind of kept rolling. We, it really was going crazy because we kept getting big shows. So that was like bringing us all together, even more than making music. Because we would just do the shows together, like like a Wu Tang thing, and do like, but do it separate, even more like a like a ASAP thing. Like we do like our own songs, and then we started making songs, and like now we have two projects out. Okay. So yeah, it's been like a long, long, awesome process. Got you. On top of that, I know you got the uh, the art gallery, Granny Chandelier. Yeah. Let's talk about how that came about too. Um, Granny Chandelier was a thing. Um, I don't know, we were all out in L.A., and we were, like, doing a bunch of stuff, hanging out with directors, like, getting it in, you know, rocking shows and shit, and um, kind of just decided that wasn't exactly what I thought I needed to be doing, and I was like, I could just open a gallery, 
like I'm chasing some weird dream, but I like know what I want to do already. So I just came back and opened a gallery. I was like, I need to find a partner, found a partner, opened the gallery. And um, wasn't the greatest time because it was the beginning of the pandemic. But it's been it's been an awesome experience. And now we're coming out of it. And it's been a, it's been awesome. It's been getting a lot of good traction. So gotcha. Because I know you went to CCS and I, like you went for what did you go to CCS for again? Fine arts. Gotcha. Yeah, it was a competitive ass school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. I mean, I got a lot of good friends from it, met a lot of good people. Um, I'm still connected with all of them. I actually just had a show at Public Pool, and at the opening, a lot of them came, a lot of people from school that I hadn't seen in a long time, so that was really cool. And uh, some people bought some things, and just seeing where everybody is in their life now is super interesting. What was uh, the pandemic like for you guys as a group? Because now we're having uh, guests back in the studio finally. So this has kind of been an ongoing talk that we've been having. You know, we just talked with Paris last week about it, you know, and mental health and, and trying to uh, keep it together while still trying to be creative and write music. Right. And so what was that like for you guys? So in the beginning of the pandemic, when it was really bad, I would just be making beats at my house. Mm-hmm. I would record a verse, send it over to Brian, and he'd be on the phone listening to it. Then he'd put his verse down and we'd just send it back together. Or we'd uh, set up times where we would have Corey come through to the gallery, record real quick a song, and just really just send it out. So it was really more productive in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really kind of depended on what part of the pandemic we were in. Like, in the beginning, 100%, it was very much like FaceTime and, like, my mental health was being crazy. I was going crazy. I was, like, not seeing anybody yeah. at all. I'm, like, taking mad clonopin, trying not to smoke weed because, you know, I'm just, like, my lungs. You don't want to, like, do mess up right. your lungs more. Right. So I'm, like, trying not to smoke a million blunts, and I'm just, like, taking pieces <laughs> of clonopin, working out all day and, like, fucking eating yep. good, like, making food. Like, trying to pick up healthy habits while going to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it was a weird transition for us because we used to be able to just do an event randomly every other week if we wanted mm-hmm. to, especially when he had the gallery. So coming into that was a huge transition, not being able to do that and be able to uh, kind of like broadcast our stuff. But then we had to get kind of creative with how we we're going to promote our stuff with videos and stuff. So I kind of like what the pandemic did for our creativity with our content, mm-hmm. honestly. That's cool. What's up, man? I totally agree with that. I dropped mad videos i've done i've dropped more videos this year than like i ever have <laughs> right and even like more projects all that and gotten good response like all of mm-hmm. them have good response they're still growing like it's still people are still watching them people haven't heard it like i just did the raise the flag and i was doing the song um fucking with me that's produced by dj spin and none of them had heard it like and these are people who i you know show circuit with right but we haven't had any shows there's been no show circuit so like Mm -hmm. they would never have heard the songs because they're not like actively checking in on my music because they're musicians you know musicians Mm -hmm. kind of we go to each other's shows (laughs) we don't like listen to each other's music unless it's like on the radio all the time or something you know i mean that's the thing about a lot of local music too is just like so much shit drops and everything like you gotta it's just hard to keep track of it all sometimes right so yeah it's like really that's the time to connect is with a local show or something Mm -hmm. like that so speaking of local shows have you guys had an opportunity to get back outside yet now that things are sort of coming uh to come being open again and you know working its way out um with the gallery i've Pretty much right when it was open, I've had to throw shows yeah. um, just to stay open. Mm-hmm. But, like, 
Yeah, I mean, now I I did a show on New Year's. I feel like I was doing shows when shows weren't going on for real. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, you know, people. I've just been known kind of in Detroit as like an underground hipster party god, right? So it's like <laughs> I, I have to play like weird shows every once in a while, otherwise like I lose all relevance or something, you know. So it just whenever I could get the chance, I was playing. And uh, yeah, yesterday I played at um, Filthy Americans um, with Guilty Simpson and oh, Fat shit. Cat and um, uh, what's his name? Fucking Bruisers. Nick Speed. Bruiser Nick Speed. Nick Speed. Yeah, it was a really good show it was like a really really awesome show and it's a it's a storefront so like we're just all in a small clothing store which i love that vibe because i'm from new york so that's like what everything is mm-hmm. and even like when we were out in la we were doing like pop-ups on fairfax and shit like that so it's like the same thing that's the type of stuff i like that intimate so it was awesome to go kill that and then yeah and then i did my art show i mean i do art um, so much, so I'm like I've really been show showcasing my work regularly right now. Like in the past few months, um, I did a show in New York in uh, the West Village, which was super dope. I sold a bunch of work. I performed um, two days in a row, two sets, and with no supporting cast, and had a a good turnout. Yeah. So that was super awesome. So yeah, I've been I've been doing shows, but it's just getting creative. Like not like giant stage giant crowd shows like you know the one in new york was really like a group of people came in like probably like 12 15 people and then another group came in 12 15 people and then two days in a row so it was like really different you know Mm -hmm. but super interesting and and my music is experimental and slow and very hip-hoppy so it was kind of an awesome experience for me kind of like I would like to move forward doing that, you know, Mm -hmm. not just play giant shows for no reason. I'd really like to want to just keep playing art galleries and and showcasing my my lyrics as art, you know, because it's the whole experience for me. Yeah, I agree with you completely. It it all goes hand in hand with each other. Um, I was kind of curious. I was thinking while you were talking. Being that you guys are a group, but you all are also individual artists, do you guys have any kind of, like, plan when it comes to roll out music, or is it kind of just whoever wants to fire shit out can fire shit out, or is it like, all right, like a structure you're up to next, it. and then you're going to go, and then you're going to go, or? I help uh, I help manage Nadim, mm-hmm. and I also help with uh, Soto's stuff whenever he really has a rollout that he would like to do, but it's pretty much like, we all talk. We're all very much in communication. There's no rule on anything. It just is kind of like, hey, I want to drop around here. Do you think that's a good idea? And then we all kind of talk and decide if it is. Because mm-hmm. if we're dropping similar times, it either can be a good idea because then we can go, you know, have a big release and it work for both. Yeah. Or it could be bad. So it just depends on the circumstances. Um, but, yeah, he's about, Nadim's about to drop some music soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm actually about to drop an album August 11th. Oh, yeah? Anything you can happiness. tell us about that? Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's like a different kind of style for what I usually do. It's like, it's Nadim. Just on like some boom bap, some singy stuff. It's still like the dark, still like that pain trap. Still talking about the same stuff. It's just like a different view into my mind, uh-huh. essentially. Oh, that's awesome. You said August 11th for that? Yep. All right, nice. Okay. Sweet, I'm going to look out for that. 
Um, do you guys have any? So me and E Man had every intention in going to that show last night, but uh, we I didn't a, realize till it was yeah. that it was only three to nine, and he was out at another event. Yeah, and, I had a beer tasting. So we didn't get back until after yeah. the show was already over. <laughs> but uh, yeah, shows are going crazy again, man. We went out to Tangent Gallery last night. There was oh, a shitload yeah. of people there, man. Willis shows been killing it. Shout out up. to them. Like they've always had some stuff going on every week. So So Tangent yeah. did a thing yesterday where they were playing music from noon yesterday until noon today. They never stopped. So people could just stay like oh, shit, all Jesus. throughout the night. Marble Bar did that too. <laughs> so Marble, it was pretty they wild. Did a nine to nine. Was that like because it's close to where movement was, maybe? Because like that's what they would do during movement. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Tangent kind of like it's in that nice little area over there because it's all, you know, there's that's not like much North over there. That's so like North like, End, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. we came up kind of in, I came up for sure rocking Tangent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I rocked uh, the Grand Design release party, Mike Phelps, um, and he, he threw that with Assemble Sound, like, before Assemble Sound even had the church, and there that shit was packed. And, like, we rock whatever fest, like, every year, whenever, pretty much whenever, every year, if we're in town. Um, so... Tangent Gallery is like a weird second home. Tons of other shows, but I I, I miss Tan- I haven't rocked Tangent Gallery since it's been back open. Mm-hmm. So I, I would love to because that that place is sweet. The green room sweet. The sound awesome. system yeah. sweet. And the whole outdoor. The outdoor setup is awesome. Have you yeah, seen the outdoor setup? I saw it online. Oh, I haven't seen crazy. it in person yeah, yet. It's, it's really dope. It's, it's really, really dope. dope. Yeah, they did um, a real good job. That's the one place now. that I went through throughout the pandemic. I went there a handful of times because all throughout the fall they were doing like outdoor socially distanced shows. Mm. So they just had like you know small crowds masked up, you know, and they would put like, you know, they had a couple of bonfires out there when it got really cold, but. Yeah, I saw a couple shows out there during the pandemic, but yeah, Tangent's the shit, and it's like a mile away from our house, so we can walk there, so it's pretty sweet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, that's really cool, then. Mm-hmm. That's really dope. I also like that new place on the east side, uh, Spotlight. 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 Yeah, that was, they were rocking yet. during uh, during Movement Weekend. Yeah, they It was supposed right. to be Movement Weekend. Yeah, they had, uh, I think Sheafy was DJing mm-hmm. quite a bit over there. So. When was that? A month ago? Uh, we'll say May. It was definitely in May. Mayish, I want to say. Uh, it was like yeah, it was May. movement weekend. Yeah. It was like May that yeah. weekend. Yeah. May yep. Mm-hmm. yep. And shout out to our girl Sue, um, our friend DJ Cool, cool Kid, Kid Sue. Sue. She's uh, her and the Babe House artists. Oh yeah. Uh, are playing on Wednesdays at Spotlight, and I think they're working on trying to get like a regular thing set up, kind of like a residency, like every Wednesday night or something. So okay. shout out to all them. It's such a weird setup that place, though. Like when you go outside, there's like a little mini bar, but you have to go through an alley to get to it, and so it's yeah, <laughs> it looks strange. It looks strange online. It I, I was looking at it, it's like a, it looks like a warehouse, but like a skateboard shop. And an art gallery and, yeah, and a it's record a, and shop. And it's a coffee it shop. Is. And it's a coffee <laughs> shop. Yeah, yeah, the day it's a coffee so shop. And a liquor st- and you yeah. can get alcohol. Yeah, there's a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah it kind of reminds me yep. of a. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah, it kind of reminds cool. me of like a small, like a bigger version. <laughs> you know, like Ziggy's and Ipsy. It kind of yeah, reminds me of like totally a bigger like version of that. It's like a coffee oh, yeah. shop during the day. I like Ziggy's. Yeah, shout out to Dave. It's just like Ziggy's for sure. It was pretty cool. Like we watched a set like Movement Weekend there, and I was like shopping for vinyl while I was watching a DJ set. I'm like, this is really fun. <laughs> no, that's amazing. It's fun. for sure. Though. Yeah, it's really sweet. I guess like during the daytime they run it as kind of like a coffee shop. You can set up your laptops, do your thing, or whatever, yeah, right. and then at nighttime they do the shows and shit. So, yeah, yeah shout out Spotlight. I've seen mad open spaces. And I've been mad claustrophobic in that place. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. 
Well, before we uh, continue with more music talk, I think we should uh, get these beers cracking real right. quick. So, E-Man, what did you bring for us okay. today? So, shout out to uh, Shorts Brewing Company. We have the Big Bird Blood Milkshake IPA. Uh, this shit is mighty tasty, I gotta say, man. Uh, it is a milkshake IPA brewed with lactose, banana, and coconut flavor, and vanilla. So it's not actual coconut, but it's the flavoring. Got you it. can smell it. Holy <laughs> yeah, shit. It's the, yeah, the aroma of it. Mm-hmm. This golden brew has tropical aromas of coconut, banana, and citrus. Medium body with a smooth mouthfeel. Pause. They all come <laughs> <laughs> The coconut and banana flavors are complemented by the tropical flavors of the... Mon- is that Montuka? Montuka and Sabro hops. Uh, Big Bird Blood finishes slightly dry. You can distinctively taste all three of those things. It that you says that? separate. Yeah, <laughs> that is the actual yeah description on a tap. Right it there. says the dry thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I I'm didn't like notice the, that part on the back. Now of I, do. I do now. Yeah, now yeah. I do. Then now you say that it's weird, right? You don't notice it at first until it. you like I point it out. <laughs> I like it. I like it. But now that you like, said that that little dry thing, they could have left that out of the description. And it's seven percent. <laughs> doesn't taste like it at all. No, that's a, cool. it's sneaky. Yeah, I'm gonna say this is this is gonna be damn a sneaky one. Uh, I would drink this a hundred percent. It don't taste. That says that means that says a lot because he didn't even drink. Yeah, I would drink this. Drink. This is sweet. <laughs> I like um, tasty things though. Yeah, milkshake IPA is weird just for the simple fact that the, the consistency is right. not of a normal IPA, so it's more like. Pause again. Creamy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like, yeah, so, no, nah, it's, it's definitely interesting. I went to that beer fest in, uh, in, what is that shit? Eastern Market. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. yeah I got fucked up. <laughs> I got so fucked up. They give you, like, 13 tickets to get free, you know, tasters or whatever. Then my homie gave me some tickets, so I had, like, 20 tickets. And those beers are like 13%, oh, yeah. 14% and shit. I'm going yeah, straight man. to those ones, too, you know? Got to. Man, I was so fucked That's up. a dangerous decision at Beer Fest. I, I yeah. went to Ipsy Beer Fest a few years back. Uh, then they give you a bunch of tokens and stuff like that. Yeah. I my rookie mistake was to go for like the fourteen like thirteen percent ones and you just get done so quick. The key is to pace yourself and then go hard. They were oh, so yeah. little. I thought that's, it was okay. That's how they sneak up on that's you. Yeah, that's <laughs> I thought it was okay. I was so like, this isn't enough. Sneaky. This is nowhere near enough. And then I thought I'd eat in the middle, you know? Right. I ate in the middle, but it didn't. I was, Gotta get some like, food in your belly. Too, <laughs> like, like my girlfriend and I, we just went to uh, Anderson Beer Fest like a month ago in Indiana, and they came prepared. They have these like snack things they make. It's just like this necklace of like pretzels and like it's like a check <laughs> necklace, yeah. pretty much. So we were just eating that like as we were getting samples and stuff. Didn't work. I was still fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's fire. Checks yeah. make necklaces. Yeah, man. We gotta make this into a thing. We gotta hook up with like, like Dollar General and sell them there. there yes, go. sir. For real, for real. It's like as, those uh, ropes, the nerd ropes. As we're getting a sip on these beers on our podcast, we like to shout out some of the uh, birthdays and play some of the music of some of the artists that are celebrating birthdays. So while we're getting a little sip of that, we're going to shout out some of the birthdays that we had. There wasn't too many in music, but there was a shitload of fucking celebrity uh, birthdays. I did have one R.I.P. Um, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah, that as yeah. well. Actually, get that out of the way first, I get the right? R.I.P.s out yeah. the way. Well, uh, so I had Greg Knapp, who was a coach for the New York Jets. Uh, he shout passed away. Yeah, shout out to Jet. <laughs> Jazz Nation, Robert Saleh, we are looking for you to do some good things, but we want to wish condolences to the family of Greg Knapp. And then actually, I saw Keisha Cole's mom, Frankie. Oh, I did too. see that. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. That sucks. She had like a so, long time history with drug abuse, right? 
I think. Yeah. 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 That was the whole deal with that. Uh, so, yeah, my condolences to Keisha Cole and her family on behalf of, you know, Beats and Brews team as mm-hmm. well. So. Shout out Keisha Cole. Well, yeah. there's also a laundry list of people celebrating yeah, more a life. A lot of life, though. Yep. Um, including our hometown of Detroit. Uh, Detroit had turned 320 yesterday. Yep. So, yes, happy birthday, Detroit. Yeah. Um, 100 more years to 420. And then... <laughs> Actor ben, uh, Benjamin Cumberbatch. Benedict. Which is like, Benedict. Benedict that's Cumberbatch. What it is. <laughs> it's the most English ass name I've ever heard uh, in my life. More fa- famous for Sherlock and Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor yep. Strange. Okay, okay. Yep. Yep. Oh, that guy. Hi, the guy. And then uh, Brian name? May, yeah, the guitar Benedict. player from Queen. His mm. birthday. Uh, Jennifer Lopez. Oh, damn. Low. I thought we were on the dying people she, still for a second. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I'm like, people are out here right now dying, dog. Not the big. No. I guess I'll J-Lo. J-Lo turned 52 and she's looking insane still. Amazing. Uh, Kristen she, Bell. She's going to live uh, forever. She turned 41. Yeah. Robin Williams would have been 70. Uh, shout out Robin Williams, one of the best comedians of all time. Uh, R.I.P. Nelson Mandela as well. R.I.P. Man, there's a lot of R.I.P.s right in a row with this as well. Chris Cornell, uh, his birthday was last week. R.I.P. Alex Trebek, also R.I.P. Uh, Woody Harrelson. Damn. Philip Seymour Hoffman, also Damn, R.I.P. Really? Damn. <laughs> um, Daniel Radcliffe from Harry Potter. He turned 33. He's still okay. alive. Okay. <laughs> did, you get, did you get Chester Bennington yet too? While we're at it for birthdays. He didn't. He that was the anniversary of his death. Uh, July twenty fifth. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bad, yeah. He killed yeah. himself the same day as uh, on Chris uh, Cornell's birthday. That's how I knew that. Um, and then William Defoe. Um, so yeah, still alive. I feel yeah, like okay. this would be an appropriate <laughs> song to play for Detroit's birthday. I feel like so. Why not? Yeah. Right. What up, Detroit? No, he did. They didn't do it again. What? 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 You shit on these niggas two times, Dr. Dre? Oh, for sure. No. This is special right here. Pimp shit on slim shit and start rise like limp bitch. Stone guilty conscience at concerts and watch mosh pits. Some motherfuckers knock each other unconscious. Some of these crowds that slim draws is Roddy as Crenshaw Boulevard when it's packed and full of cars. Some of these crowds, me and Snoop draw is niggas from Crenshaw from Long Beach to South Central. Knock these niggas again. These grown ass ignorant men with hair triggers again. Total vibe switch for Queen here. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mar- Brian May. <laughs> So I'm gonna go with the one with Ja Rule because that's the only song I know.
bitch. And total vibe switch again for a little last but not least, Soundgarden. Darul had a good run. Drake has the best. Drake, I mean, yeah, one of the best. Drake has the best. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> the best. Got murdered by Fifty. Yeah, I mean, Fifty was the end of that. Oh, but he yeah. did have a good five-year run before that. my favorite rock bands ever, dude. He was a fucking awesome singer. Super awesome singer. Yeah, grunge, man. Pro Jam's only one left, right? I don't know grunge band. Sadly, yeah, I believe so. It was uh, quite the uh, era of heroin use. <laughs> But uh, yeah, this beer is crazy, dude. The what you described in it, you can taste all of those things like distinctly: the banana, the citrus, and then what you said. There was one other one that you the said. The dry finish. No, there was <laughs> there was one other thing in there too. There was banana. There was citrus. Vanilla. And then there was coconut. Vanilla. Coconut. Coconut. Vanilla, lactose. Yeah. Coconut. That's what yep. it was. With lactose. Coconut is like very like distinctive. I feel like if, it, like if it's there, it always stands out. <laughs> I don't know if I would. Um, I don't know if I would buy this beer myself. It's like a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, there's I'm a not lot pounding of them, but, going on. Yeah, I wouldn't oh, no. pound them, but it's one there. of those beers you bring to a little kickback. You know? yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, we, how much is the alcohol percentage? Seven point one. Seven point one. You said crazy. Uh. That is crazy. It's like the same. It's the same one you bring to like a fucking vegan. You know, like a little, hip, little hipster kickback. Like you, know? A little you don't know what they drink. You don't know if they like tequila or not. You just gonna bring. Whatever. You bring an IPA beer, you're in the clear. You bring an IPA beer, you're in the clear. All day IPA like or two hearted. Mm-hmm. Those are like the two standard yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah two hearted. I don't think anyone day. would deny a two hearted. No. <laughs> you would? Yeah, yeah, these are fire. I'm yeah. smashing these all day. I'm yeah. not. But I like no, them. No, you're not. <laughs> it's a dangerous game, my friend. Mm-hmm. I like them. I'll smash two hearted all day or like Miller Lite. See, smashing too hard all day is a dangerous <laughs> game too. <laughs> Real dangerous. You're like, I thought I only had like three. How am I already fucked up? Now, like, oh, I ain't gonna drink a milk. I'll drink a Modelo. Oh, yeah, Modelo, yeah, Mexican <laughs> lagers, nothing I, wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, Modelo's cool. Yeah, I like Modelo. You don't drink Miller Lite? I mean, I will if it's there. What type of hood nigga are you? I'll, I'll drink if it's there. He don't even get no 40s with us. Yeah, you don't ever get no 40s. <laughs> I had to stop getting 40s because I have gout. Yeah, you, you was getting the gout from that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I still be bringing a 40. <laughs> he wasn't even 30 yet. I, I feel way too old for 40s. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, Occasionally, I'll stop and grip a Mickey's 40. I always like Mickey's for some reason. I don't know what it is. Mickey's? Yeah. Mickey's? Is that, that's the yeah. green one, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah that was yeah, the big When I was in Hawaii. Up, yeah, it does. <laughs> no reason. In Hawaii, they like only drink Mickey's because really? uh, the okay, it if makes you sense. throw it and like breaks, it breaks, then it makes the... What is it called? The beach sand, the beach glass, and uh, they want it to be green, not clear. Huh? Hmm. So is that true? I feel like that would yeah. be. <laughs> Didn't know that. I mean, that's true. Do people still walk on the beach? Yeah, yeah, but it's a uh, yeah, yeah. All right, but you you know beach glass. It's like when the glass like softens and it looks like a little pearl type thing. Mm-hmm. I never knew about this. No. Oh, it's sweet. Yeah, okay. you can throw glass in the ocean and like let it sit in there for your like a year or whatever, and it comes out and it's like a little shell. Oh shit. Yeah. So they like the green ones because the clear ones just look like bullshit. 
That's fair. It yeah. just reminded me. Do you guys watch There's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah. The episode where they go to the Jersey Shore and Charlie takes ecstasy and he like finds all that glass in the ocean and he thinks it's like gems. He's like, look at these beautiful gems I found. That's, that's what, what he's talking about. about. Yeah, that's what he's talking about. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, Charlie, that's fucking glass. That's yeah. kind of waitress, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly that's exactly what what they're talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. That's funny. So we're rolling into something old, something new. Sure can. All right. So you guys, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this segment. So what we do is a segment called Something Old, Something New. So we talk about a new album that just came out like within the past like week or so, maybe the past year. Or it can or, be it doesn't have to be brand new. Do, it can be just new just to you. Just new to you too, yeah. Or in something older than like two or three years. So it could be fifty years old, hundred years old, or two years old. Hmm. Oh, I'm and in trouble. Did I start it last week or did you? I think I started it last week. You started week. last week? All right. So I'm switching gears. I had I had told everyone that I was doing rock albums all month. But now that the Locks versus Dipset is about to be on uh, <laughs> August 3rd, I'm switching gears a little bit. So I went back. I actually have four something olds, but I morphed them all into one because it's all kind of one conversation piece. Um, so I'm getting ready for this Locks versus Dipset battle. I went back and listened to the first two Diplomatic Immunity albums out of the Diplomats, and then I listened to the Locks first two albums. Mm. Um, both uh, Money, Power, Respect, and We Are the Streets is the second one. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm just trying to fucking gauge it for myself. Because, you know, I, I'm a Locks fan off the rip, but I wanted to go back and be like, all right, let me just make sure I remember all this shit right and see how it sounds today. And, man, I got to say, bro, those Diplomat albums kind of aged like shit. <laughs> the first two don't, Diplomat albums, don't, bro. No, do that. They did, bro. Don't do that. I swear don't to you. That. I swear to you, dude. I could not. Like, I was... I went into it with a positive attitude. I'm like, all right, let's fucking listen to this shit, vibe out. It also, is you, not great. You also great. have a locks bias. I have a slight locks bias, but I love okay. both. And I want, okay. I, so I'm who going do you back even to, like in the locks? Who I like in the locks? Yeah, all like three we, of them. Chic, Styles. I don't really like Chic, but... Chic is dope. I, I think he'd be barring up sometimes. Jada, obviously, be barring up. And Styles. I think Styles is low-key the best sometimes one Sometimes he comes so strong, and sometimes it's kind of like... Why do you say that? But then you think about it later, and you're like, "Oh, he said some crazy shit that I just didn't really catch." Mm-hmm. But I kind of don't like that anyway. If I don't catch it right away, or like within the first five times listening to the song, then I'm like, "That shit was too much." Right? Oh no, I, you, there's definitely albums like that that can be too bar heavy. I think that's a, a crush of a lot of our favorite rappers. Like yeah. that's why they don't have mainstream success because they bar you to death, and it goes over ninety percent of the people's heads that are mm-hmm. listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> But um, going back to him, dude, honestly, like, for some reason, like, just the sound of the production on, especially the second Diplomats album, was not great. <laughs> it was not great. And then I also got to thinking, how did I get away with thinking Juel Santana was a good rapper for this long? Like, <laughs> he is not a good rapper. He cannot rap well. Like, it was just really bad. But um, I'm gonna save this for next week when we do our like dip, like we do our dip set locks breakdown. Well, so see, I'm, not, I'm gonna I'm go one in that right so now. So I, <laughs> these, I, I'm only judging this off the group albums so far. I haven't gone into, I haven't right. gone back to the solo albums yet, and I know that Dipset's solo albums I think are a lot better. Like Cam's got some dope ones with Purple Haze and shit, and um, and Jim Jones has got a bunch of sweet fucking solo music as well. I'm just not a huge Joel Santana fan. But Hell Rell's got some sweet shit on um, on the Diplomats album. There's actually a couple skits on there where he's rapping from jail, and I was like, this is actually like the best bars on the whole album, and it's like a fucking phone call skit from jail. Mm. But um, 
I digress. Um, I, I I definitely think the Lo- the Locks album Money Power Respect aged the best out of all four of What's those. What's on Money Power Respect? Um, let me pull it up for you. Yeah, I don't really know what's on either of those. I just know I used to bump Diplomatic Community 100%. Yep. And I, I'd have to, like, just be like, nope. That's, like, the easiest no to me right. <laughs> ever. I, that, is that a... That, when's that verse? Is on the second, uh, right, or something like the that? The third. third. August yeah. 3rd, yep. And Joel Santana was 18, and he was murdering the whole rap game. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was, 100%. Who? Like who? Back then, he was murdering it. It was That was murdering it. He was, the bars were like, he made that whole tape because they thought the, the I can't feel my face. Uh-huh. The reason why that happened was because they thought Joel's and Lil Wayne were like the best from their sections, right? Now Actually, got, I did like the Joel's uh, Wayne joint shit. That was pretty that, that was tight, but Wayne killed him on every song. Mm-hmm. I, I, can't, I can't say that he killed him on that or nothing, but I'm just saying that's why that happened. Because they wanted him to be that good. And Santana's Town and Santana's First Tape, like, they, they were, all that shit was good. Like, Mike Check, all that shit was fire. Aging-wise, I agree, I did listen to it more recent, not not the Dipset album, mm-hmm. but I listened to Joel Santana recently, and I was like, damn. It's like a <laughs> lot of yelling with the, like, the same bar repeating, like, so yeah, I can I can kind of agree with that, but I, off rip the style and the just like the confidence he has was own so much ca- more. Joel has his own like me. cadence, like too. Yeah, it's like there's something different about it. But, and even yeah. just like the whole dipset, like I mean, I'm from New York, so I was like really there and like when this was happening, and people always liked like Jada and the Locks. They always thought they was dope spitters, but they wasn't impactful. Like it wasn't as impactful for the culture. Dipset was so impactful for the culture that it was just like almost overshadowing to the locks, you know? And that's why people always talk about Dipset as like one of the best groups ever and like whatever. In reality, what did they make like that was super popular? Like, oh boy. Yeah. Um, uh, what was the. Ballin'? What was the. Well, that was Jim Jones. What was the. The whistle, whistle song. song? Whistle song. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess like if you add all their solo shit, they have stuff, but like. Even as Dip said, it's not really that. Uh, what, was, cr- what was that? Crunk music. Crunk music. Yeah. Is that gang crunk music? That shit was hard. They got some hard stuff. Yeah. It's they weird got... being a group, though. It is weird yeah. being a group, and it's like, how much do you promote your group music, mm-hmm. especially if you're not signed? Right. Because if you're signed, then the label promotes your group music and they promote your other stuff. And honestly, being a group would be more beneficial. But as an independent, it's like really weird and really complicated because you have to decide how like you were saying how do you divvy out these releases how do you like put enough time into each person you're talking about like odd future for instance yeah. like i feel like odd future is one of the greatest groups that came out in the past like 30 years or so yeah so i'm just trying to figure out like so you got like tyler is like the head of it but then you also have like sid who's who was djing for a while but now is doing shit with the internet that's dope you still got frank ocean in the tuck you still got earl in the tuck you still got who else came out of that co- collective thought... I thought Earl, because isn't Sid the internet? I thought Earl left. A bunch of them a left. A bunch of them bunch left. Of because, left yeah. Right? Um, yeah, yeah. It was like they had trouble touring with each other or something like that. But they were, like, before all that, when they were still, like, trying to release it out, because the internet release that was at Purple Naked Ladies, they were still under Odd Future, I think. And then Earl was still released. Uh, I Don't Like Shit, I Don't Go Outside. I think that was the second album. And then the first one, Doris, that came out with Odd Future. Oh. Right, which is like, also just, which is also interesting because sometimes your group is your label. Yeah, 
right? So it's like you do have to drop under this label. There is like these, you know, stipulations. So it's like, how do you deal with that? These are also like your best friends, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just like an it's, interesting it's thing. It's like when business and like, like friendship that like come into play and shit like that and that's when it gets tricky especially for independent stuff mm-hmm. too it's like that's when it gets tricky like, yeah. mm-hmm. so, and everyone sees that yeah. problem I mean Dipset they had uh, fucking mad problems they had mad problems now, but yeah. <laughs> this one alright so this, uh, this is the little clip I'm gonna play just cause this was the vote this was the one that aged the worst to me I was like how the fuck did I used to like this song this is Santana off the Diplomats Immunity 2 are you playing which one Santana Santana no that one how bad <laughs> is this beat I love it song. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I've always loved this song. I'm beyond honest with you. This video was great. That's your son, Santana. This video was great. With the pitch shift? I hate that you got sample. Pitch shift <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> Isn't this fucking terrible? No. <laughs> no, you're the only one saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this song real talk. I'm about to bang this shit now. Okay, we loaded, okay, now he's loaded, okay, now we rollin', okay, okay. My popo peace talking sound all so sweet talking. Do more more street talking in Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I'm banging well, singing. Oh, it's so bad. It's <laughs> so bad. So that's the track I'll play out of them, and then I'll give you one, uh, uh, Black song real quick for him. I'm just going to rock out Money, Power, I Respect. I better than that. It was really great. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I liked that song so much. I used to bang that out. All right, PGMX. It's like their best song ever. This is like the only hit they <laughs> What? You only hit the locks at? Lock two has hit. You forget about all about the baby boys, bro? Uh, they got a fucking shitload of hits. They got songs of Mariah Carey, bro. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? It's all, it's all about the yeah. Benjamin's yeah. TV song. Hey, yo, my whole That's the locks of the main part. We take yours while you pout about it. Truck. Step out the horse, wanna crowd nah, around it. Nah, you can see me on nah, Optimum on TV. But I do like this song. I like that song. Scream, bloody Mary, one, two, three. But she it doesn't stand out for me. Like the money power respect part stands out for me. Santana was all about the rapping. Like that's just rapping is horrible. What's your opinion? Your opinion. It's like really subpar bars. Your opinion. This isn't that great to me. I mean, I really don't like the blues. Like I like the locks. I think I like. Jake is a solo project a lot. And there's like a couple Jake got a lot of like actual commercial hits too. He had Y, yeah, he had that Mariah Carey one. Yeah, yeah. And, they're, and they're all pretty tight. Yeah, That album is tight, whatever that album is called. Kiss of Kiss Death? Of Death? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that album's tight. Is that is all about the Benjamins on this album too? No, it's actually I think that was on the um, I think that was on the Bad Boy compilation album. Yeah, the that one with all of them great. on it. That's yeah, 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 yeah. I um, like that album. That, the all uh, the Bad Boy compilation album. That's when they were on, when they were on Bad Boy, they were kind of killing it, and then they got on Rough Rider, mm-hmm. and then it got real more street. I see. I, I had the same um, critique on the, from going to the first Locks album to the second one too. I liked the production on the first one way better than the, than the early uh, Swiss Beats production on mm-hmm. the second one. Swiss Beats. 
if you listen to a lot of the early Swiss Beats shit, you can tell he's just starting to figure it out, like trying to figure out how to make beats. You know what I mean? Like a lot Swiss of it wasn't is, mixed and mastered well. It's real. Yeah, it's weird because I wouldn't rap on like almost any Swiss Beats, you know, like early stuff. But then you hear it on the song and it's super fire. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't know what DMX was doing at that time to, you know, get those flows on some of those beats, but he was killing it. Fuck yeah, man. DMX even said he wasn't like the best rapper in the room, but he had the most energy for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, you would know his voice more. Yeah, he's going to command your attention yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, so that was what I had for the something old segment. Uh, email what you got, Neil. I gotta thank you for my something old because I actually didn't even hear about them until recently. Okay, and I had to deep back when she dropped her. She dropped her solo album, like the remix compilation, this yeah. past Friday. I actually, go back and listen to her group. But I want to talk about Sound and Color by the Alabama Shakes. Yes, sir. Dog, I didn't know how dope this album yeah. was. Shout out to Brittany Howard, man. Yeah, they're awesome. So just it's uh, you guys familiar with Alabama Shakes? No, no, not a damn thing. Oh, I've heard them. Nope. Nah. So I've heard them. Like, the album is fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Sound and Color uh, was the second studio album by American rock band Alabama Shakes, released on April 17, 2015. Uh, debuted at number one on the Billboard 200, giving the band their first chart topper. Uh, had the singles Don't Want to Fight, which is, like, I think their top song, I want to say, right? Like, in general as a group. Yeah. Don't Want to Fight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, peaked at number two on adult alternative uh, charts. I do really enjoy Brittany Howard's voice, man. Her like, voice is She fun. has a very, She's very a whale, distinct bro. voice. She's she is so definitely, good. like, the focal point of that band, mm-hmm. for sure. Like, 100%. They are, yeah, they are fire, man. So yep. I, I'm, I'm going to just leave it at that because I was late to the party on them, and I just finally caught up. What song would you like me to play off Sounding Color? Uh, let's go with, I don't want to be the basic bitch and go don't want to fight, so let's go with something <laughs> interesting. Let's go Guess Who. All right. Here's a little bit of Guess Who out of Alabama Shakes off Sounding Color. That's what the album I'm going to be listening to on the way home. Uh, Great pick, E-Man. So she's going to be talked about twice up in here. I'm definitely going to talk to her about something new, too. But um, sticking on the old music, is there some old uh, music you fellas have been jamming out to lately? Um, I always listen to the Beatles. Nice. Me too. Actually, now that you mentioned it, (laughs) (laughs) I've been listening to a whole bunch of older music lately. Like, um... I was actually listening to like the Queen discography, Great. like okay. Louis Armstrong, nice. mm-hmm. uh, Elvis Presley, Frank Sinatra, Ooh. 
Like, I've just been jamming out to the old ones, like Aretha Franklin, uh-huh. Rest in Peace Queen. Yep. You feel me? I got two, actually, that I rock out to hardcore that I can think of now. One, uh, a, a World of Our Own, the Alice in Wonderland song. I be listening to that shit all the time. <laughs> and then okay. two, I listen to Watermelon Man by Herbie Hancock, like, oh, every shit. day. So those two all the time. Herbie Hancock is the one, one actual sure. CD yeah. I have in my car, like physical copy. And I've been listening, I don't know if you guys heard of uh, Fela Kute. Yes, sir. I haven't, man. Fucking king of Afrobeat music. Yeah, okay. yeah, I listen a lot to Fela Kute lately. And then, of course, I listen to a lot of Erykah Badu. Nice, me too, man. Ebo Taylor. But Badu approves. might be one of my favorite Instagram followers, man. <laughs> she's awesome, yeah, yeah she's, she's awesome. Um, word on the street is that Herbie Hancock is going to be headlining Jazz Fest again this oh, year. Oh, shit. I'm about to pull up and yep. get a feature. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was there a few years ago, and it was no, so man. tight. Um, yeah, let me play Watermelon Man by Harry Hancock. I got another one of these. Cantaloupe. I Put some fella on there. Go for it. Yeah, got you for sure. <laughs> I'm fucking with him. Get that last one. Come on, forget them. My nigga. Hey. Song is so good. I swear I just saw this. I heard this song in a movie recently. It's like a new movie. I think you're right. I can't figure it out. It's like a big movie, too. Yeah. Yeah, it was in something. Featuring Ginger Baker. Motherfucker was a bad man on the drums. Mm-hmm. We're gonna play for you. Our this is first let's start. Tonight. It's gonna be about four tunes. And the first tune is called Olon Tawashinyara. You should get you fired up. Now, which means let's start what we have come into the room to do. <laughs> right on. Here goes. <laughs> One, two, three. Yeah. 
awesome. I could let that rock out forever, but a lot of his songs are like 10 plus minutes long. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> That's gotcha. great driving home music. I Hell swear yeah, to God, that shit came on NPR the other day when I was driving home from work, and I'm like, I'm ready to go out now. I'm ready to do something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> great in the morning song, right when you start your day. You know, oh, the yeah. great in the morning song when you start your day is is Blue Dream by Dance Gavin Dance. That's like the best. Well, who song was it that's morning. been talking to me about Dance Gavin Dance recently? What it's the, the best thing I've heard. I've heard guys been talking to me about that. Downtown Battle Mountain Part Two. Best album because it got Johnny Craig on it, even though he's not the best human. Right, hold on. What's ever. the name of the song? Now I gotta know. <laughs> Blue Dream. Blue, Blue Dream. Dance. Fire song. Dance Gavin Dance. Dance Gavin Dance. Dance. Sipping on that big bird blood. Hit. <laughs> we got a nice little skeleton <laughs> out of context, over here. Out of shorts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's like pop punk, right? Kind of. Dance Gavin Dance. Like, they're like heavy metal screamo for okay. sure. Oh, okay. Here we go. That song is it though. This is what you wake up to? Let's hear oh, it. Oh, yeah, a thousand percent. It Trash. sounds beautiful. Oh. <laughs> is it like scream on dance music? This song is like soft. It's like, it's like really soft. Bro. Yeah. This is Johnny Craig, though. He doesn't know nothing to do with the band anymore. I think he only did like Battle Mountain Part 1 and 2, and then he got kicked out of the band. This is sweet. No, I've heard good things about him. I'm going to check him out. Like a it's like Silverstein meets it's like the uh, with Maroon my Five. Favorite singer it's like Silverstein meets Maroon Five. Sweet. I love when someone comes on the podcast and tells me about some shit that I've never heard of yeah, before. That dumb, makes me man. happy. <laughs> That's really tight. I like that. Um, all right, transitioning over to new music now. Um, there was a couple albums on my list that I had. Um, <laughs> I, I got you on this one, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, um, so let's see here. Which one did I have first? Um... Oh, yeah, that was the first one I had on here. So uh, Leon Bridges dropped a new album really? called Gold Digger Sound, mm. and I really enjoy it because he's got some of my favorite jazz cats on here that he's working with. He's got Robert Glasper on here. He's got Terrace Martin on here. Um, and it just sounds really good, man. It just has a really cool vibe to it. Um, and I enjoyed this song called Magnolias, so I'm going to play that one for you. Bet. I don't have to lie I won't waste your time It's just This is already plugged out of the strings of my heart <laughs> <laughs> But you're all I need in the world If you could just put on my shirt Girl, baby, don't need Cause I want you again Wake up beside you again and again Woo. Smell fresh cut magnolias yeah. Tell me what you want, let me spoil Put you on top, I would never know you 
And you know you're bad, know you're bad. Beetle waves crashing on the side. Oh yeah, that's Magnolia's out of Leon Bridges. Email, what fine. you got? Yeah, and that's sweet. Uh, I'm gonna start off with you know somebody. I always, I don't know what it is, but aesthetic always gets me when it comes to an artist, just how they look and appearance and stuff like that. And it's not really like a new song, but it's just like an artist I found out. I'm just got hip to. Uh, I heard about him on a Tyler album, but Tizo Touchdown. I don't know. I that just is. recently got hip to Tizo Touchdown, man. He is fucking. How do you spell dope. his name? T e e z o touchdown. Like, oh, that's how I thought it was spelled. Yep, exactly how it sounds. Yeah, dude walks around with, like nails in his hair and shit. It's Whoa, like almost crazy. Like, I'm just yeah, like, like, yeah. like, oh, it's like it's like hip hop, like pop punk. Like he's this dude got a song. Sound like, like my best friend. He kind of reminds me of Frost a lot. Actually, okay. just yeah, yeah. like a sound, man. Uh, yeah, he dude's dope. I don't know what it is about him. I don't. It's like one of those people like you listen to, and I don't know why I like you, but I like you for some reason. But no, he has this like pop punk hip hop like fusion thing going for him. But his whole aesthetic matches how he looks, and it's, mm. it's just no, it's just a perfect match, what man. I, I'm excited to see what this kid does. And what's the project? Because it looks like he's got a few projects. He's got it's all out. singles. Oh, it's all singles. Yeah, these okay. are all singles for now. Uh, what uh, which song would you like me to let's play? Let's go. No, fuck it. Let's go. I want to go mid, but that's to takes a minute to like build up. Let's go with let's go with social cues. Social yeah. cues, all right. There's a little bit of social cues out of Tizo touchdown. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I lay in my bed for eighteen hours straight watching the same movie like on replay Frost. because. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need a mental vacation. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm out like at a public place, I see someone like, and turn the other way. Some reason, because I'm thinking of like a 70s vibe. Like, yeah. Yeah, I get that. Might be what for. I may be missing a few screws. Oh, yeah. Don't that sense. I may, oh, I may, I may be just Kind of like, uh, you. oh, no, it's the guy that did orange soda. Oh, shit. Baby King. Yeah. Just like how Baby King did, like, Honest so and stuff like that. I kind of like this, E, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a vibe. <laughs> yeah, I heard, uh, like, oh, first time I heard him was that Tyler song, Run It Up. That was on his oh, new album. okay. Yeah. That's him on there? Okay. All right. Oh, that's tight, man. You've had some good ones lately, E, man, for sure. Um, and on to you fellas, because I know you said you was ready. Oh, yeah. I got the phone out. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> we got time today. We got Duke Deuce, you know, Duke Nukem is out, that's fire, Snot just dropped out a new album, that Duke one Deuce, was he was on that, right. uh, uh, song by Isaiah, Isaiah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, Isaiah Rashad got an album coming out yeah, too, this yeah, week. next week, I can't wait for that, Mari, get... Mari Johnson, he actually from Detroit, uh, producer out here, he he had a lot of production on there, oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah. Snot dropped a album called Tragedy, and that's all I've been listening to, okay, for like, it's it's fire, it's right. like the check. best thing ever, and then uh, DC The Dawn, Snot. Anything from DC to Don is just like great. All right, let me put some name, of yeah. these up here. <laughs> yeah. Snot. I think it might be a dollar sign. Not. Uh, yeah. If it's from <laughs> yeah, he's got a whole ASAP thing going on. With yeah. The dollar sign. yeah. If it's from tragedy, I would play. Uh, let's see. I know. 
you know. Snot got a song with Scumbag. Oh, no, what, uh, Kevin Abstract? No, it would be What's the Problem by Snot. That's the fire one. Okay. Let's see. Snot, what's the problem? You want to see the cover? Which one? For Snot? What's the problem? All right, I got it. Here is What's the Problem by Snot. I'm excited because I haven't heard this before. Hey, bro. Say, bro. What are I? Hey, bro. Say, bro. What's the problem? What are I? Can you pull it? Excited, like being that hip hop so popular nowadays. I love how many subsections of hip hop there is. Like, yeah, the subgenre. So many different yeah. like avenues and shit. Like our conversation a minute ago, I said Jewels was trash. He loved Jewels. Like, and you know what? It doesn't matter. I I don't have to love Jewels because it hits him. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's so, fucking sweet how many different you, lanes there is. Huge spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. respect really my is. opinion, man. Yeah, Last sure. thing too, just rest in peace, Pop Smoke. His new album was fire. I agree. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Me and me and Sean were driving around Detroit playing that last Shit, night. So so was DMX's album too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that was a, you can play that on repeat. I was driving down to Atlanta, and I just like listened to it for like four hours. Mm-hmm. The fucking the track with Griselda on that DMX Super is so fucking dope. And the fact he which goes yeah which goes to that on the track. I don't know. That's like that's who I've been listening to. Griselda. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. amazing. West Side Gun is fucking inspirational, for sure. Shit, what's that one he just dropped? like an A&R. Yeah. Like, oh what's that one he just dropped, uh, West Side like Gun, with the video, animal. with the animated video? What was that song? Mm-hmm. I that shit was fire. So, I saw it on his ground. I just saw he was on, because uh, he, he's at Rolling Loud. I just saw him and Arma- Armani Caesar had a set together and stuff yeah. like that. That shit was dope. But yeah, uh... Griselda probably is one of the most consistent groups mm. in the past oh, like yeah. few years. Like they're yeah. always dropping. Definitely last shit, two man. years for yeah. sure. They definitely yeah. gonna take over that spot that I, I Future had for yep. sure. Have you guys heard this shit yesterday? So yesterday they dropped. It's West Side Gun, Brady Watt, and DJ Premier. No, put Ooh, this shit on. Crazy. It's called the Narcissist. That's the one with the thing. Yep, that is the one. Brady Watt's a sick hey, player too. Pray six times, it ain't praise both. Kill you and your mans with the same scope. Your lanes broke, but pockets longer than train smoke. I let your brains flow. Oh, Fatalities, shells, cases, drop a gasoline in a half of me. I walk through your blood happily. You ever had a gun in your mouth like a cavity? I'm here with Scott, so many rips are looking raggedy, law. I kept the calling in the factories. Got a meal plus or all. 
You the sit in my cell in the dark. I go to the showers with my boots tied tight, knife sharp. If he died, it's my fault. I touch the sky with the top off. Yo, don't you rock a bottle for half a man? Half a man. Rock nation brushed out, but that bedin. Niggas gonna miss you when I'm done with the shit. The kitchen key begging me to bag of grams. Hey yo, my jewelry looking precious. I'm from the east side, shit treacherous. World on the street, I got the better shit. Fiends drooling and scratching, man. Tit action, wait till Sunday. Catch you coming out church lacking who you pray to. Out to see unless I shot the case move. The ambulance playing the same tune, I can't lose. You should have seen it in the lobby at the same region. Seen out of Miami Vice, I left the plate leaning. Another autopsy, who the fuck shot it? We all shot. At least a hundred shells out the rabbit cocaine spots. Black and fish scale, the dollar the uh, The debut thing, the butcher track that came out too? Yeah, yeah, With Harry Fraud producing. I didn't hear that yet. That shit is for Uncle Rick. Word. Yeah. I, I'm gonna check that. You said Davies. Davies and uh, Benny the Butcher. It feels oh, like Davies is here for a Produced by Harry Fraud. But, but but you know Damn. what's funny to me because I I really I've been listening to I listen to Griselda like religiously and like even like all their homies like Stove God Cooks mm-hmm. and like all, yeah. all these niggas like Rock Rock Marciano yeah. all that yeah yeah mm-hmm. so but then the opposite side. I listen to Y and J like every day, <laughs> so I listen to, like okay. Y and J every day, and I listen to Griselda every day. Mm-hmm. Is I, I really I, for me mm-hmm. Y and J is exciting. Like there hasn't really been nothing because it like you know Little B whatever. There's been bullshit rap, but it, his shit's not really bullshit. It's just a lifestyle. It's just a different way to approach. He's just entertaining rapping. But he's saying okay mm-hmm. stuff on the low. Yeah, like, no, he's he talking can rap about for sure. bars. It's the same bars as Joel Santana was saying, but Joel Santana's saying I'm like, hey, like he's saying it to fire as shit. Mm-hmm. He's saying it like I'm fucking up and having fun and trying to fuck bitches. That's like all he's trying to do. And I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And I think that every time somebody jumps on a song with him, they sound like him. Yeah. Yeah. And he's what, like twenty four max? Mm-hmm. You know, like that's, that's pretty that's awesome. Big. And he's gotta be making some money so shout out to Flint for real yeah, I was about to say BFB the Pac-Man's in that like right. park too like yeah. with people like that can actually rap say some bullshit but it's all entertaining right, right. Same right. and it still yeah. gets some big features off yeah, too. I can like not watch TV and just listen to sure. them rap yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great like it's, for me it's like great yeah, like, like, like background noise for shit yeah yeah great background noise you all heard of Kenny Mason yeah actually you heard the song with Freddie Gibbs is that on? It's on his latest album. Yeah, yeah. I told I just, you I listened to those. Oh, two I just got hip yeah. to this kid. I did hear this album. Did I get yeah. Kenny Mason and Bobby Sessions mixed up? Because he kind of got like that. Yeah. Wait, that we alternative got, yeah. vibe yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But hold on, hold on. We actually, I've also been listening to a new album. Uh-huh. Um, it's uh, by this artist Loki. Oh shit. He's a part of Weirdos Gang. It's oh. actually really fire too. And uh, we're okay. gonna play that on next. Uh, here's your put on his pick first, and then we'll uh, put on the Weirdos Gang. Um, here's much money. Um, Kenny Mason and Freddie Gibbs. This beat's like Taylor made for Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Freddie Gibbs, I need that feature, boy. <laughs> Gangster Gibbs. So, like. Ain't finna argue with nobody harder. Ain't finna argue with nobody daughter. You only boss it cause somebody spoils you. You only boss it when nobody charges. I only tilt whenever I started. Look where we at cause I know where we started. Miss me with static, you know that we brought it. It's automatic like those at the target. Told it at target, won't miss a target. With their little beam on it, won't miss a Martian. With their little beam on it, won't miss a marble. Call a little demon, he gon' hit your marble. Put up my finger and finger, a goddess of Venus. I'm eating out even a garden. Ain't 
ain't no more eating. Now we getting leaner. Now niggas been reading. Now we getting smarter. Even the odds and get even harder. Seeking these bras and need a menage. Just leaning on leading on gullible people to think that you hard. It's leaving me nauseous. Bitch, I really know niggas in pain. Share my vision for niggas that came. Knew your shit wasn't legit when you gave. Your attention to ignorant claims. I swear to God, bitch, I might run my life with this spot. I can tell I'm the top, you will flood. I can tell I ain't talking in front. Any nigga wanna die for the squad. Baby nigga wanna die for the squad. Baby nigga wanna die for the squad. Baby nigga wanna die for the squad. Yeah, put that on pin, it ain't nobody harder Bitch, you would never, bitch, I beg your pardon Labels get fat and these artists, they starving I was gon' be a rich nigga regardless Big rabbit gon' whip that brick up regardless Known in the shop, fix your job in Dubai But West Side K-Town, we sell rocks like the Carter Big Lord gon' hump out that fish girl, no target Yeah, I could put four bitches in a drop dunk, yeah Seen a Lamborghini, gave me slop top, yeah Seven in the morning, murking ops up, yeah Knock it bone, bone, bone like I came from St. Clair First of the month, I hit my geeker with a Tina I moved her to the AO, I was finna with the Reba, 50 in his Mac 11, about to shoot a double leases. I was chilling in the strip club, fucking up the Reba. For sure, dude, he definitely is. So, while we're on Freddie Gibbs, don't you think he had the best album? You yeah, th- did you one? think yeah, for the Grammys? I think he had the best hip hop album. Yeah. I'm still listening yeah. to the album, man. I didn't listen to the Nas album like that. I ain't gonna lie, and I want Nas to win. Yeah. But I did love that. I, I love that album. I love like, the Royce album. Allegory was good. Yeah. Who else was in that category? It was a good. It was a good year. Yeah. Uh, J Electronica didn't. Sure. No, he, he shouldn't no, have been there. I'm no. be honest with you. Yeah, like, no. I, I think that because he had like five. I don't Jay-Z like J Electronica. Yeah, but, yeah. I think it was. He like was a in che- it. It was yeah. like a cheat code, man. He had fucking Jay Z. So that. you've yeah. you've given us one song over the last twelve years. You're gonna drop an album and every song's gonna have Jay Z on it. I can't fuck with J Electronica. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm too invested in like people rapping regularly you I know agree. like currency raps like all, all the time, the time. <laughs> yeah I, I just rather like you know commit myself to that than fucking jay electronica that's another reason why i like who else was in that category rapping all the time who else was in that like mix and what who the grammys last year was i don't remember the other yeah, ones honestly i don't, I don't really. watch the grammys yo 28 grams i, I like the performances <laughs> that, that's, oh, that's yeah. the only reason that album yeah, that reason little reason i was like and how they did like this year was dope here, pull yours up for me so I can play some ear music. Little baby, yeah, little baby might be. Like his performances ah, these last two times. Wrong. That's what I couldn't yeah, find. Fire. Fuck with me. His performance, cause he had a uh, he had Killer Mike for the Grammy performance. I think. What yeah. is this? That shit was dope. This is his title. title. He fired. Oh. He's like oh, one of my favorite rappers. Like little baby's killing it. Oh, I am. I Both the babies. <laughs> <laughs> the baby too. <laughs> 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 oh shit! You didn't know you. Hey guys, I'm on title. Go check me out. I am Loki. All right, playing um, weird kid. Yeah, I'll play. I'll play a little something. I don't get to like the albums though. It should be able to if you type in your. These are like all my songs ever. Oh, this put albums over here. No, they ain't got my videos on here. Crazy. That's a tight album. Come on, videos. I was still trying to figure out how you do that. Man, you just for title? Well, Apple Music? No, Apple Music too. This one will Apple Music? Yeah, you should be able to put your music videos on there. Yeah, you gotta go create your. Uh, I did that. I ain't gonna give you this. So yeah, I just no, dropped I a project already. called uh, <laughs> Weird Kid, um, like 420, and um, yeah, I was out in Hawaii and we made a bunch of songs. Before I got to Hawaii, then we like mixed and mastered them. It has a, it has that vibe, a little bit of a New York vibe, a little Detroit thing. Um, the song that I'm about to play is called Lexington to Kniff, and it features a couple of the homies in the gang. B 
big beam beam is on it. <laughs> and uh, we got we got T Gilly. We got we got my homie Gilly on here. We got Queez God. We got little shithead. Yeah, little deleted. shithead. <laughs> and uh, I think that's it. This is us five. Mm-hmm. Nice little five, real quick. So yeah, this is Lexington to Kniff. Hell yeah. Up front, fuck the back ends. Young nigga always been the bag man. Fucker from the back, slap her booty with my backhand. Fucking slap me five when he said he got the bag in. We can moonwalk from the work, Michael Jackson. White kid a cutty cause he look just like a crackhead. We gon' hop out, get the shooting like Paxson. Ain't with the bullshit, nigga, we'll pack him. Put him in a box. Too many white hoes on my jock. Had to tell him, chill out, boy, I got the shock. Not silk, but we still pull up with the Glock, goddamn. Shout out to Donald. I just got my STEMI. About to spend it on a Bentley. About to count up these rats. About to count up these bands. Trying to swim with this money. I don't need no rubber bands. She knows her dick and she don't have to use her hands. New babe jacket just imported from Japan. Hey, and my homegirl want a gram. Careful of them white boys because they might be in the clan. I pull up with that universal game. Titties, but a pussy fat. Yeah, you know I love to hit it from the back. Chris Benoit on a mat, yeah, I made a tag. Mickey D's in the fridge if she want a snack. Handle with a gang, that's my thought, that's my god, bitch. Brothers get the litter, they keep up on that rush. Let's let you pull up, kill his mama, they twice. I'm on my mind, got no hope in my blood, bitch. How you falling, you holding another five, bitch? How you selling bowls, waiting on that stud check? That's the vibe I get. Yes, sorry, man. It's like yeah. lo-fi, but like the it's weird because the lyrics don't match the beat to me as far as like the tone, <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, right. It's, so what I was thinking, going back to the I love Y and J, and I love Griselda. So I got a boom bap beat, sped it up a tiny bit, a tiny bit. It's probably at normal boom bap beat speed, really. Right. But I've been rapping on slower boom bap shit, and then we rapped like fucking Detroit people on it a little bit. I like the way exactly how I like the way I like the way the verses are layered too, like that how one comes in right after the other, like that. That's yeah, what I'm saying. It's like, funner. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It yeah, kind of reminds yeah. me like Flatbush Zombies, like how they interchange people and I stuff think like the, that. Yeah. I think the song's a minute and what, like a minute thirty max. I like guess it's, it's minute forty. It's really short, so like no hook. We just all came in, and it's on my tape, so I want everything on my tape is pretty short, except for like the closing song, um, which I also talk a little, and you know, but. I wanted it to be a short hitting song and like coming up we're doing a Hamtramck Music Festival and that one would be a good one to rock, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like still it's my song, but all of us are on it and it's still or a lot of us are on it and it has the weirdos gang. I try to do that on so I drop color coded. Right. And every time I drop color coded I try to make it be different people and work with different collaborations and just like Totally different. Really, like, mixtape style. You know, like, you're traveling around doing whatever, and, like, you come together at the end. You're like, okay, I got to put this together, right? Weird Kid was more like I had every single beat, like, in mind. Like, I was saying, I was listening to that Alice in Wonderland shit a lot, and I was like, I want to make this world about this kid and, like, you know, the kids like me or whatever growing up, and that's, like, kind of what I was thinking. So all of those beats were made with that, like, kind of in mind and, like, telling a a story of like where I am and some of them had samples and I was listening to some of those songs and some of them just had an idea 
you know, like yeah. I knew that I wanted to make a song like this, so I made it. And so then it's more yeah. like a concept album type deal. For a little more there. concept. It's not like calculated. Like it's planned. more calculated. Yeah. yeah. And so every usually in between a color coded, I do one of those. Okay. Try to drop like a good album every, I don't know, two years or something. You know. Uh, I mean, it, I don't know. It doesn't fucking matter, right? Like, there's a bunch of listeners and they're listening to everything, so you just want to drop content. But, like, I do try to, like, make sure... Because I'm competing with, like, the Grammy Association. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be in there, at least. And we're not that far away, you know? Like, every underground artist is always, like, doesn't know you can do a lot of the things you can do. You can be on the Grammy Association. You can be on Billboard. It doesn't take, like, a million dollars. It doesn't take anything. It takes, like, having a couple fans that ride for you and really, like publishing your shit right mm -hmm, not just right. like putting out it in out in a day you know so that's that's, that's what's interesting in today's time with music too anyone could blow in the matter of yeah. you know no time you know? Like it takes, takes one yeah. song to i mean traction it's funny too because like what is blown up i remember when i was like getting you know 300 views and i'm that's like true. you know i can't wait till i get fucking a thousand views right? right and then getting a thousand views then being like i can't wait till i get ten thousand views and now like i'm at ten thousand views regularly you know and what do i get now you know like then he we just dropped his shit his his single and it went like twenty thousand in what like a week three days you know mm -hmm. Corey gets mad money from title like regularly so it's just like what is blowing up we are artists we are like fully underground invested i don't have another job you know what i mean mm -hmm. like so what is it is being s successful in your own right right and like maybe getting your accolades like getting the things you want like if i want a grammy maybe getting a grammy right, right. so that's really it so i feel like i'm i feel like i'm on a good path yeah. i feel like we're on a good path really honestly all of us that's true. Mm -hmm. I mean, what is success? I mean, success it varies for per, by person. Mm -hmm. I feel like so everybody has their own standard for you know what to do, like what's the next step and stuff like that. So yeah, it's cool that you guys all listening to that track at least. It's cool that you guys all have very distinct sounding voices too. Because like if you're ever listening to a group where like a couple of the rappers sound alike, and you're like, damn, which one am I listening to right now? Like you guys oh, all have a definitely definitive yeah. sounding voice. So it's <clears> yeah. We all have our own style, cool. for sure. Mm -hmm. Borderline, like, our styles don't even overlap. Like, right. when we make music together, it's actually can be strenuous a little. It's a little complicated, because, like, my style from everyone else's gang is, like, so left field. I have to, like, conform a little or find a way to be myself mm -hmm. on songs like that, Yeah, essentially. Because, yeah, Brian, it is, like, more hip-hop-y stuff and whatnot. We have... Uh, other artists who does like more singing and stuff like that so it's a cool like little melting pot because i feel like we just create our own weirdos gang sound overall yep that you can't really like mistake for anyone else for real yep. which which is maybe why to you also you felt the flatbush zombies vibe because i felt like fat flatbush zombies came out as flatbush zombies right and they had like their chemistry down and like where they were gonna their pockets and all their stuff they had all their flows down it took us a minute to get to there but now, like, we're going to drop an EP pretty soon. We already have it recorded. I'm just, you know, putting the final touches on it. Okay. It's called The Art of Picture Framing. And mm -hmm. that, when that drops, like, that really has our personalities. And I picked hip-hop beats because I wanted to hear everybody rap their ass off. Mm -hmm. I think the trap shit, you know, there's so much space to just let the trap beat ride, you know, and, like, just you got a good bop on it, and it's like, 
whatever. I, I don't care about that. I want, like, the bars. I, like I said, I just opened for fucking Guilty yesterday. Like, I, I'm trying to, like, bar up, you know? And, like, right. especially in the underground world, that's what they want. Like, yep. I want that, too. Like, when I watch, fuck, that's why we like Conway and Westside. Like, that. Yeah. this is why, like right? Like, gritty, actual, like, bars. Yeah. Like and I'm glad, you know, and speaking of Griselda, I'm actually really glad that's coming back in style, too. Yeah, yeah me, too. Day. It's really. great. I'm, and that's why it's such an inspiration, like, watching West do his thing. And I can't wait till I meet him because it's fucking so much of what I've been doing and what I like would like to do. You know, right. even with Grannies, like I'd love to roll out um, releases, roll out EPs with Grannies where we make a shirt, where we make a CD, you know, even go as far to make a vinyl, you know. Right. And then we help with views, help with marketing, help with all that. Like that's like what I would like to do eventually. Right now, it's really more focused on the art and getting the artists, you know, their recognition. But eventually, we'd like to move toward the music because we don't have a studio, like a big-ass studio, you know? Right. And so we have to build it. So once we get that, then I'd feel more comfortable being like, okay, this is a record label. I know how to release music. I know how to help you, you know? Right. The because is- it's just, you just walk in and it's like, whatever, you know, then it's whatever. But if you walk in and it's beautiful, then you're like, damn. Yeah. I mean, we always we were talking about this last few months ago. So you don't necessarily need a big ass studio to like make like a huge album. Like Billie Eilish recorded her shit in a, like her bedroom or something like that with her brother. Oh man, yeah. I have my yeah. whole setup in the in my trunk right now. Mm-hmm. Shit, really? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely don't think you need um, a big ass studio to make an album. I think you need a big studio to have a label. I think you need access to a big studio to make a label because there's nothing like being in a big studio. There's nothing like that feeling that you get. Yeah, and you can make dope music in the in in your crib all day, and I prefer doing that, right? But like when I step into a big studio, I feel different. It's empowering. It reminds me like why I do this, you know? Right. And like when you make it in your crib, you might come up with the coldest shit. You really just gotta go take pictures in the studio. I just for me, I need to feel it. I don't need to, like, be there and record my album. I just need to be there to, like, understand that this is what we're shooting for. This is, like, what it, when you walk into a place with, like, plaques on all, all on the walls right. and, like, you know, like, Def Jam or something, like, you're like, oh, my God, what the fuck? This is what I want to do it for, you know? So that's that's what, yeah, that's what I want to get it to, and that's what I want my studio to be. Like, I want plaques on the wall. I want all that shit. So, like, that's what we're working for. That's what Granny's going to be, like, in the next year. That is what the plan is. Gotcha. One I meant to ask you earlier when we were talking uh, like more in-depth about just you, what came first with you, the painting or the music? I've been painting since I was a little kid, like okay. a child, so definitely painting. Um, I didn't rap until I was like 16, and me and my nephew were like playing with some action figures, and we were like, yo, action figures are mad whack. Like, Why are we playing with action figures? We should be like fucking with bitches or something, you know? <laughs> and then we just started like rapping with the action figures. And then we were like, yo, let's make a song. (laughs) 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 And, like, he was good at Photoshop, so he made a beat. Do you ever paint to your own music? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I paint at some of my shows sometimes. Um, Depends how much I'm getting paid and shit. But if I I get paid to live paint and rap, I'll do it. Hell, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I paint to my music all the time, though. I I listen. It's very hard for me to be like, what do I listen to or what what I'm listening to now? Because it's facts. It's like Y&J. Griselda and us uh-huh. and like myself really like I listen every album I'm working on while I'm working on it until like after I listen to it all the time like 
probably five times a day because I need to know every single word. Like right now, we're about to have a music festival, Hamtramck Music Festival. I need to know every single word because I have to do a half an hour, 40-minute set with the gang, and I have a set by myself. So I have to know everything, and I'm just listening nonstop, finding what I can do better, maybe what can fit here, who can be on there, you know. The quarterback always I'm watches game I'm excited for that fest. There's like a million artists on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> There's a million Keanu, dope artists yeah, on Keanu, there. Yeah, Sean, like I saw her, she was a part At of Casual's that. Yeah. Yeah. At Casual's on there. At Casual's on there, yeah, a mm-hmm. bunch of people we know. I was surprised kind of this year because I've been a bunch of times and I'm always kind of just like there's so many bands, you know, and I actually was about to go crazy on them. Like I started kind of like harassing them a little bit because I was like, <laughs> Yo, I'm a black business owner. Like, I own this place. I've been trying to get on your fucking showcase for stupid long. Like, I I even got an occupancy license, really. I wasn't even going to do everything that I had to do for my business until I talked to Hamtramck Music Festival. And then they were like, you need an occupancy license. You need a this and that. And that was like two years ago. So now being on it, I'm super happy. And I'm happy that they really did put different acts on it. And they really kind of are listening to the community. Mm-hmm. So, because I'm sure there's a lot of people. They, they were, when I was talking to them, they were saying that there's a lot of people that have felt some type of way. But what I can say to everybody who's listening, if you're an artist, just apply to festivals. Because some people are just not applying. You see it and you get angry, right? You're like, damn, I'm not on it. Mm-hmm. But just know when the festival is and remember for the next year and apply. Because you can. Dally's coming up. Go apply for Dally. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, like, it might not come this year. It might not happen this year. But it, still, I know you be in contact. Dally, right? I've played mm-hmm, Dally yeah. a bunch of years. Um, I played Dally with Sheaf. I've played Dally with Coast Wild yeah. and Nadim. Um, I played, I DJ Dally with uh, Sextez, Martez Claiborne. Uh, we did a fashion show and we got to play as well. I've I've played Dally like the past five years, almost like in a row. To, you know, like I we were doing the Midtown thing. So anything that was in Midtown, pretty much, we were getting on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Dally's great. I mean, Dally was like the only place I've ever performed in front of like ten thousand people or something. You know, like just right. the whole street yep. going Cast crazy. Corridor just shut down, just yeah. cursing, <laughs> just like fuck. Pleasantry's about to sell out a Hamtramck music festival weekend. Oh my yeah, shout out to Pleasantry. New weed shop opened up in Hamtramck. Give me that free weed, Pleasantry. You know, I'd be in there every day anyway. For sure, Bam be living working there. Well, I only had I had one more thing on my something new, and then we can probably get to um, talking new stuff and wrapping it up because we're already running kind of long as it is. But uh, yeah, as Eman brought up during something old, he brought up Alabama Shakes. Um, their lead singer Brittany Howard, she put out a solo album. I think it was was it last year that she, Jamie came 2019. out. Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. And then just uh, on Friday they put out a reimagined version of it so she got like a bunch of different like of her friends that are producers and uh, other artists and collabed on making different versions of the songs that's cool so you got like uh, Earth Gangs on here Childish mm. Gambino that's Little Dragon hand, Bad okay. Bad Not Good wow. Sid wow. George A. Yeah, Maldro yeah, it's pretty stacked. Um, Is that one lady we used to yeah. with that fire? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, tell you, she fire, album. bro. Yeah, I'm not really uh, fucking with the name, but the song was hot. The, the yeah. singer, that's why she went solo. Because <laughs> she was like, damn, I really don't need y'all. <laughs> that's why I like bands are scary, bro. If you bands are scary. Oh, bands are mad scary. Good job, like I feel like bands are way more scary than collectives. 
So, yeah, like group, even rap groups, like rap yeah. groups have their issues, but time. bands way different. Bro, bands, bands are so much more complicated. I could never be in a band. From what my homie has to go through with the band he's in, it's like it's hell. It's hell on earth. It'd I could be impossible never. unless the, you guys all had like the exact the scheduling, same fucking the scheduling, like, like actually so like getting hard. down and shit <laughs> down, to, just like, the logistics of it. Bro, and you really got to have rehearsals. So what band, he so. goes through, yes, like him and his whole band, because they just got signed by uh, Sumerian Records, I think. Okay. So they, they all have to like the music they're making first off. Mm-hmm. Everyone has to write to their own parts. If someone doesn't like a part or a verse or a song, it's it's rap. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's done. So they all have to put like it's it's way too much working with oh, yeah. human beings. I remember seeing a clip of George Harrison. To, like it was like a band rehearsal during the Beatles times, and it was like towards the end of the Beatles times. And you could just tell he's fucking frustrated. And he's like, fine, Paul. I'll play it however the fuck you want me to yeah. play it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a system of a down, for instance, that Serge and Darren, they always fight on songs. Like, Serge, Serge writes half and Darren writes half. That's how it's been. Uh-huh. You can always tell who writes what. Because yeah. one's more rocky and one's more political. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm going to play um, a little bit of Tomorrow off this uh, Jamie Reimagined album. This one's featuring Bad, Bad, Not Good, who's like one of my favorite bands out. So here's a little bit of that for you. Find myself free from another to walk into another. I'm only free as I remember. I stay busy enough doing the rituals, you know, and pretend. play the whole shit yeah, it's so whole, hard for me to like cut these man. songs off we get flagged if we play the whole song so yeah, i'm always like fucking yeah shout out to a uh, certain <laughs> certain big label that always seems to fuck with me a lot that's what the that's what bad bad not good yeah mm-hmm. yep. love it i yeah. just sampled one of those shits oh did yeah. you nice yeah they're coming fucking on color coded they have one more something new yep cool uh yep. i I checked out his last project. Last, I want to say it was called Heaven is a Torture. I think I mentioned him before, but Yves Tumor. What is it? Spell that for me. Y-V-E-S. Yves. That's a crazy yeah. name. Yeah. He's a dude. I, I go by game? aesthetic, man. When I what type of artists, genre is this? It's like rock. Whoa. It's like psychedelic rock, pretty much. That's but, fire. Yeah, man. <laughs> My man looks like, his, like the God of War or something. I, Looks like you on drugs. That whole, his whole like, <laughs> mad dog. Yeah, mad thing dog. is just, it's real mad trippy, dog. real like, <laughs> it's, it's almost like space rock. He got, you know, he's got like this uh, modern day Bowie thing going. For I would sure, say in a way that'd be the sense. big comparison. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah, big fan of the dude. Dude, you're coming through with some sleepers lately. I love modern it. Modern day <laughs> Bowie what is what, uh, gotta be tight. Eh. What uh, should yeah. I play off this? 
Let's go. That's fire, though. Secretly is incredibly important, and I can't see the rest of it. Shout out the title. Secretly is incredibly important to both of them. There we go. By, how, how would you say his name? Yves Tumor? Yves? 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 Yves Tumor. We're going to go with Yves. Yes. <laughs> All right, here's a little bit of that for you. Crazy. Tumor. I'm excited about that. Wait a minute. His last actual name, his like actual name, his last name is Kingy. Is it really? It's like on some Joy Division Depeche Mode type shit. Yeah. Yeah. Depeche Mode, yeah, another one. You, you know that one song that came out like early 2000s or it might have been mid 2000s? Like Shake It. Shake, 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 I don't even know that. I'm so that. actively not listening to any of this music, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Metro Station, yeah. Metro, yeah. Metro Station. Oh, I'm oh, like, let me look this up. You know, 2007. Metro Station. So I was like, that's Miley Cyrus' brother. It was, like, it was she has a 2007, yeah. <laughs> what was the name of the song? No. Met, uh, shake, it. shake It. Shake It. Shake, shake, shake. I just might be Cyrus brother. Shake yeah. Not here. <laughs> no, the singer. It's the singer. weird yeah, looking Trace one. Cyrus. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's weird. Weird. We're going to get scared. You don't remember this? Oh, I do. It's like Target commercial. Oh yeah, this was definitely. Oh, that's Miley Cyrus' brother. Oh, Trey Cyrus. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Wait, what's his name? Trace Cyrus. Trace. Yeah. That's cool. Trace? Like yeah, Trace. Trace Dempsey Cyrus. That Dempsey. shit makes me want some Trace that's leches. Fine. Wait, that's how he looks now. Wait, how's he look like? I've never even seen him. What does he look like now? He looks like that. the crow. He lo- oh, yeah, shit. he kind of reminds me of like the brunette version. Oh, yeah, he version. been on he's that. Like, he was on that then. He's like the crow Iggy slash scarecrow. That's why it didn't work. Because the music didn't villain, match how bro. he looked. He looks like a Batman. He's a Batman. They were like, this is great pop music. Then they saw him, they're like, oh, shit. That's the crow and the shirt. Well, does anyone else have some new music that they want to talk about and share before we... Not uh, Donda. Before... Yeah. <laughs> August what? <laughs> That's what yeah, I Kanye didn't, really didn't know that happened. Kanye pulled the most Kanye shit ever. Oh, it didn't happen. Yeah. Exactly. So he had a... Yeah, he rented out Mercedes-Benz Stadium for this whole, like, listening party. The one... The song with Jay-Z was actually dope. Like, yeah. the last track. Uh, the album didn't come out. And you know Kanye's <laughs> pissed off because all the internet was talking about was Jay-Z's verse. I that was the only thing I heard, heard anyone talking about. So, what like, this I guess, needs so they date again? Huh? I guess they're dating again, yeah. 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 <laughs> Wait, what? They're back together. Wait, so they, she ripped up the divorce papers? <laughs> I, I guess so, okay. yeah. Because she was there. I must say, I think, was uh, of Beyonce the notary on that one? I don't know. <laughs> I, I saw mean, this she's one. been going to law school, don't she? You know, you just can't rip up divorce papers and it makes it null and void. I don't know. 
So I guess allegedly, I guess he's like has a he's sleeping in Mercedes Benz Stadium because I, I guess he, pop, I he popped him. up at a soccer game. It was like Atlanta. Well, I forgot Atlanta is like pro soccer team, but he popped up at that game or something like that. Yeah, it's a big same ass outfit. place. Makes yeah. sense. Wait, so you yeah. just been sleeping in I, that, and man. working on the album. Wait, who's I was in the same outfit? Too? Yeah, same outfit, show. same mask, okay. and everything. I, I knew. <laughs> nah, we do that. That shit nasty. Kanye do it. Okay. I knew that the album. I don't think it's nasty regardless. I knew the album wasn't about to drop because uh, I listened to Eat Bro in the Morning, which is Hot 97's morning yeah. show, and uh, they were talking about how they got an early copy of it, and they were on the radio, they were like, these songs aren't finished. Like, yeah. This shit's not finished. Like, yeah. I don't see like, how Jay-Z this said, he sent his, apparently he's, Jay, According to Guru on Twitter, he said Jay-Z sent his verse in 4 o'clock that day. Yeah. <laughs> 2 chains uh, recorded his shit at the fucking stadium. What? Mm-hmm. Is that grape gummy? Is this? This is, uh, well, I don't know what it is. Mr. Paper. Talking about fucking like breezes. Yeah. Mr. Breeze. Oh, man. I accidentally Vapor. bought that. <laughs> Yo, grape gummy sounds like it'd be a fire fucking Jamba Juice flavor. Grape gummy? That does sound like yeah. it would be. It was lit. I liked it. I got it. It was smooth. Yeah. I'd actually try it as a smoothie too. You said yeah, that's what I'm saying. Smoothie. So I need yeah, that. we actually got smoothie music. So I'm dropping drop. a video, Prada Deem. Next Friday, drop in on August 11th. I oh, yeah. to happiness. Okay. And then uh, in like October 13th, I'm dropping another album as well. Keep uh, he, send us a like a DM or something when you're about to drop it. And we'll make sure we play them on the podcast. He also just yeah. dropped. He just dropped a single called Sketchbooks. Let's pull that yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, I just dropped that one. Any other Which news? Is, you want to uh, close out with that or? Yeah, I'll pull that you guys up. want to plug anything before we go? Yeah, what do we plug? Yeah, yeah there's in. so much stuff to plug. All right. Pull it up. Shout out uh, <coughs> Myron, you know, fam, everyone in gang, you know, Babe House, you know, Koi Koi, I love you, Nisi. Uh, let's see, everyone who rock with us, anyone who don't rock with us, we still love you. It is what it is. Thank you, everyone. Hell yeah. We also got to say, shout out Peter Rosenberg from Hot 97. Oh, shit, yeah. Uh, E-Man and I got selected, so he put out an album called Real Late uh, a couple months ago, and he um, and like, happy he birthday. put out this thing. Yeah, happy birthday to him as well. Um, he put out this thing where he selected like up and coming journalism students, media students, like anyone that was like interested in that field could get on this Zoom call with him and like ask That's him questions cool. and sit. And so, so we got picked to do it, and so it was like us and like twenty other people. And then I think afterwards they're going to select like a group of people to have a longer conversation with them. And I think that we're going to get picked because I think he mentioned he, us by he, name. Yeah, and he recommended yeah. talking and shit. And not only that, we also because our Wi-Fi dropped out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right in the middle <laughs> of fucking yeah. asking him a question. Yeah, at least you're memorable, you know. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. And everyone else on, in the Zoom meeting went by their name. We put in the name of our podcast, That's and, and he was like, "He was like, so he, we were talking. He's like, it seems like the Beats and Brews guys have a good thing going on.' I was like, right. 'Fuck yeah, you already remember it's not, the it's name.' It's a good fucking name. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, a good Beats name for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And we shout got beer. I haven't had this beer. I mean, shout oh, yeah. out to this they beer for sure. Blood fire. Shout out to this beer. Shout out to um, yo. Shout out to Runner Magazine. They just made it awesome. I'm a contributor on Runner Mag. I've been hearing a lot about them recently. And they just yeah. printed out a whole book of all of the articles mm. that were in it. And, like, I was featured in it. Uh, World Soto was featured in it. Okay. Uh, Shifu McFly, I wrote a piece about. Um, there's, like, a bunch of really great stuff. Sean Maxwell has a piece in Shout it. Shout out to Maxwell, yeah. With uh, Granny Dude. Chandelier. Yeah, and show, yeah. So Dude. that was super cool. Shout out to the Super Robot King, one of my awesome producers my nephew um he produced all the weird kid mix and masters like most of the stuff that we do um 
fucking shout out Dusty Fingers. Haven't seen you in too long. Yeah, big unk Dusty Fingers. Uh, shout out Queez God and all the gang, weirdos gang. Um, shout out, uh, shout out to your... Shout out Vans. Shout out Cogents uh, you called one time. Yeah. Shout, shout out, out to this dope-ass Mighty Ducks jersey you have on in this music video. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Hey, you're going to see that Mighty Ducks uh, jersey again later on. Okay. It's just like a little prequel thing. Okay, sweet. Easter, I promise. And then uh, a couple more things I got to plug in. So, yeah, like I already said, Color Coded 2 dropped in about, like in the beginning of this year pretty much. Um, I got a tape called Mellow Yellow that's super hot with uh, Leon Makes Waves. Um, Weird Kid with the Super Robot King. That's 10 tracks of just like straight fire. Um, very vibey music. Not like if you're trying to turn up. It's more like Smoke a Blunt, Unwind, or Wake Up Music. Um, and then Color Coded 3 is coming out, and we have a lot of awesome features on there. I'm very excited about it. Um, I'm still not sure who everybody's going to get on it. I know who I have on it, and I'll, I'll tell you a few. I have Valid, who's a very active member of the Detroit scene, and I have Woozy, who's uh, from Grand Rapids, and he's super, super tight. Little short monster on the mic. <laughs> um, you got a track produced by that one guy. What's his name? I got a track produced by Big Beam Beam Nadim. Hey, hit me up. Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> I got um. What else do I got on there? I got. I kind of got a bunch of stuff. I got. You got a bunch of cool people. On yeah, there. I got a bunch of cool people. On. I got Benny Trong. This guy, I've been like, I love Benny Trong. He's just like ridiculous Asian rapper. Cash and he's, the Cushman. Yeah, I got Cash the Cushman, who now goes Versosa, Versosa the local dope man or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, only ten tracks, so it's still like a short tape or eleven tracks. It's still like a that's pretty perfect. short that's, tape. That's a good album. Yeah, and like it has a lot of features, and it's like I think it's thirty-two minutes, so you know, short. I'm not really. I ha- I just made a whole drill tape, like a New York drill tape, and that's supposed to drop too. But I fucking don't care about that tape really like that. Other people will. <laughs> other, other, other people will. I'm a drop fire videos and shit still. I just, like, I don't care. So I haven't been plugging it like that. But that shit. But here's my favorite right here. <laughs> That's the crazy part. Because I've been trying to get this man to rap like that on tracks with me. For like the longest time, he just goes to Hawaii, comes back, and has a drill tape. I'm like, it's okay. really. It, I, I can say, I can say one thing. It's really turned up, and they're definitely gonna play it in clubs and shit. Okay. But right when that happens, I'm just gonna go back to the galleries and go rap this really hip hop shit. More, uh, Big Bird <laughs> <laughs> well, so, shit. Do you want to introduce your track to take us out and uh, close yeah. the podcast? Yeah. So this track is called Sketchbook. It's uh. It's like a new Nadim kind of. It's it's me talking more about personal stuff, because people want to learn more about me. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Well, without further ado, here's Sketchbook for you, and it's produced by Saint Laurent. Yep. Shout out uh, HB, great producer. Sweet. Mm-hmm. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.
by Saint Laurent. Okay. Usually, a lot of the newer stuff is uh, me and him working on the production together for uh, the newer album, not this song. It's very, it's, it's vibey, bro. got one more thing to say shout out to my girl luciana and the little baby she's carrying mickey lavender hey, hey congratulations, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right guys we'll catch you next week peace, peace. Bye. Bye. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.